I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey and Bryce McGowans, you heard, we're brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill in Tavern 180 here in Lincoln. Get into both spots. Great places to watch Husker uh, uh, football, and they have the fights. I know I talked to Brett, the owner, and he said it was big in there this weekend because I, I don't follow the fights. Do you guys follow the fight stuff, Trey and Bryce? Uh, yeah. There was a big there was a big UFC fight this weekend. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, oh, I, I like really watching watch it though. Them. Yeah, I like watching them, but mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Yeah. But they get all the fights at Tanner's, no cover charge, and so they, uh, you know, it's four, he said it's like fourteen hundred bucks to order a fight, but it's worth it because they want people to know that they always had the fight. So. Not only did they had all the Husker volleyball on Big Ten Plus, all the basketball, all the football, they get a big fight. And Terrence Bud Crawford has a fight. You guys, know, do you guys know who Bud Crawford yeah, is? Yeah, uh-huh. he came to yeah, um, so one of our practices. He's, he's got a, played with you guys, right? In the yeah. video he posted um, last week, he had a um, well, the, his last video for the um, pre-fight. Um, he had a shirt on that said Husker Hoops. We need to get him on the show. No, nah, definitely. I'm cool oh. with um his um little cousin. Yeah, work we, that we out. Talk. Yeah, because he wears like Nebraska hats and like yeah. custom like Husker stuff like before to his fights like in his, his whole like mm-hmm. pre fight getup and all that yeah. with his trunks and all that. He well, said they do it. He hooped with us a little bit. Where do they have the fights at? Um, at Tanner's. I was there. Yes, I was eating there yesterday. So they as uh, long as they have the tank fights, we're good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but get on in the Tanners, proud sponsor. Tavern One Eighty as well. Uh, we're eating Tavern One Eighty right now, and uh, Trey is working on a hanging tenderloin <laughs> steak wagyu, and that's one of my favorites. We had some uh, Mardi Gras pasta, some sliders. Um, what what did you have, Bryce? Uh, yep, same thing. Sliders. Pasta. I have French dip. Uh, French dip. Fantastic. Marty. So we had a really good spread from Tavern 180 here to get us ready for the show. But it's time for opening headlines, Robin. Where are you taking the segment? Well, we've talked a lot about Big Ten Media Days. Trey, you got your first experience of the, the Big Ten spotlight, I guess. Uh, run us through the, the trip. I know you guys got a little bit of delay getting out there. Uh, I guess just, just run through your, I guess, less than... 24 hours in Indianapolis. Um, I mean, we got there. I think we flew out of Lincoln, um, like 10:45 at um, night. Yeah, got settled into the hotel room like two. Um, me and Zoe were in the room. I thought we were gonna kind of have our own room. That's how it's open. <laughs> Had to bunk up. Yeah, but um, <laughs> me and Zoe shared a room. Um, then we ended up. We got ordered McDonald's. Um, door dashed it. Cause that was the only thing that was open, and yeah. I was starving, and I st- I, did, I couldn't even eat. <laughs> so we'll we'll preface this. So the reason that you didn't leave until ten forty five at night <clears throat> is because the men's and women's uh, coaches and players flew together, and one of the women's team players had a lab uh, that night, that Wednesday night, that didn't even start until like nine o'clock, and 
you know, we'll give her a pass on this because it was a uh, anatomy lab and they were working on a human cadaver. And so like <laughs> time is of the essence when you're, when you're working with that stuff. So we'll give her a pass on that. But yeah, you guys got a late night, didn't even get in, uh, in set up, like you said, till 2 a.m. Then the next day rolls around and you do the whole gauntlet. What, what was your, your full day? How many different interviews, TV, BTN, radio, uh, the, the upfront stuff with us? What, 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 uh, what'd your day look like that day? Um, I mean, we, uh, we woke up at eight o'clock was wake up call. Um, end up getting downstairs, um, in the lobby, like nine, we left, um, got to the arena, um, had kind of had somebody with us, um, the whole day. Like, I th- I feel like every team had, um, someone to keep them on schedule assigned mm-hmm. to them. So yeah. he was really with us, um, all day, um, letting us know when our next interview was, um, or whatnot, um. We were a lot of times though we were just chilling in the lounge area when we weren't doing interviews. Um, they had the PlayStation Four, food, little pro mini hoops you can shoot on. There you go. Um, but ah, they should have had the P five. <laughs> yeah, I know they could have at least done that. Well, and so the the setup I thought was cool yeah, because usually they do it in like just some hotel conference room or something. But just like with football which did at Lucas Oil Stadium. They did this at, I guess, formerly Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. Was it Grain, gain, yeah. Gain-Free Fieldhouse or something yeah. like that? Anyway, the, um, the Pacers. It's, yeah. where the, it's their, their, their home arena. And where Big Ten will be, too. Yeah, and the Big Ten tournament. So they had the floor, the, the, the Big Ten tournament floor laid out with all the tables and you know, kind of simulated what the, the arena would look like for Big Ten tournament was – was that something that maybe you tried to soak in a little bit that, you know, uh, in a few months you, you might be playing for something big, uh, you know, at that same arena? Um, I mean, I definitely thought about it um, a little bit, but um, didn't really think too much into it because um, it kind of looked the same as the last time we played in there. I'm kind of looking forward Good to point. having fans um, in there. Good um, point. So, I mean, yeah, this is definitely going to be fun um, when we get the fans in there for sure. Well, Bryce, obviously there's still been plenty of work going on around here, um, you know, beyond the, the, the media stuff. Uh, I know you guys had your pro day last week, uh, but some, some more scouts have been rolling in. Uh, what, what, what's the, 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 the scout situation been like over the last few days? Uh, I think what, OKC came in yesterday. Um, it was, you know, it, was, it went real good yesterday. Uh, we looked fluid, played as a team, great energy, so – it's been it's been fun. I know you guys have been talking a lot about just the, the how anxious you are for the season to start up here. Uh, I mean, how, how do you kind of keep your uh, excitement level in check there? You know, knowing that each day you get a little bit closer, but also knowing that you got a lot of work that needs to be done before that first game. Uh, really, just you know, continue to work. Uh, don't get too happy about you know season coming up. Uh, but, you know, I'm very excited to, you know, step on the court with a great group of guys and, you know, play for an uh, outstanding coach. Now, I know uh, you guys got some some new tip times <laughs> announced. That was the other big news of, of the week with uh, some of your non-conference games. And uh, of those, I believe there's several Friday night games. And we, we've talked about just kind of the – what that means for you guys, we don't with the fans. It's a big deal. Friday night, Saturday, uh, those are kind of marquee – you know, uh, tip times that, that fans really enjoy, but from the player perspective, I mean, when you see news come out like that, where, you know, you're playing maybe a team that doesn't do much like a, you know, Sam Houston or, or whatever it may be, 
but then then you know that's on a Friday night. Does that add a little bit more juice to that game? Uh, yeah, I would say you know playing on Friday nights just it reminds me of high school basketball. Mm-hmm. Just always playing on a Friday night. Uh, yeah, and you know it was different from Tuesday night games or uh, Wednesday night games. So yeah. I know both of you guys were at the football game on Saturday. Uh, another awesome environment. Uh, I mean, did that? Did, I know you guys have had several football experiences, but where did where did that one rank on your short list of Nebraska sporting events that you guys have been able to be a part of with fans? Um, I mean, it was definitely exciting. Um, probably definitely different than anything I've experienced for sure. Um, yeah, probably in a while. In a while, yeah. Yeah, in a while. What would you? What was, was the? What would you compare it to? I mean, you said it's the best thing you've experienced in a while. The Tech game was crazy for me. Yeah, de- uh, but uh, I think was there. Clemson played. Um, who did they play? What uh, game? But Death of the Valley at just, Clemson. Yeah, yeah. you rocking. And uh, South Carolina when they played, I was on my unofficial. The South Carolina when they played Alabama. And it was it was lit, but they they got beat by like forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least Nebraska kept it close. Yeah. So we were talking off air about kind of what you guys do during a game. I mean, obviously you're you're there to watch the game, but you got some other responsibilities on your plate because uh, I know you two are uh, two of the primary player hosts when recruits come on campus. So what do you guys do on a Saturday? I mean, how much time do you actually spend with the recruits? And then um, you guys don't stay. Do you stay for the whole game? Mm, no. No. When, when, when do you guys? How long do you stay usually? Probably depends for in the first, uh, in the second. Yeah, that's it. So like maybe half time at the yeah, latest. Yeah, but we really just you know after we have an early practice, uh, after practice you know uh, just you know interact with the recruits, uh, just talk to them a little bit you know uh, get a feel for them uh, how they're you know soaking up everything, and then you know later we'll go to lunch or something and then probably see each other at the football game. And then, you know, just show them a good time after. Yeah, I know these night games, uh, you guys leave at halftime, but it's not like that's where it's done. You guys all no. go over to Coach Hoiberg's house, right? right? And then just kind of watch it on TV there, get maybe a little bit more of a it's controlled environment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. What, what, what does Fred usually – does he cook or does he just order? Um, he has chefs, I believe. Chefs, big time. So usually steak is on yeah. the menu? Yeah. Nice catered meals. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Well, I guess uh, you know that that loss was obviously tough for Nebraska, but you know they they played really well. I know you're you're trading your guys' experience last year. You guys went through a similar type of deal at the end of the year where you guys were playing some of your best basketball, but the wins weren't necessarily coming uh, the way that you obviously would have liked. But how do you kind of separate? You know, obviously the reward of of a victory, but also being able to appreciate the the progress that's being made even if you're not getting the 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 victory as a result um i mean i i feel like it was it just depend all depends on like we were kind of rebuilding uh last year so um i feel like it hit a little different but i mean it was definitely disappointing but um i feel like it was more the end of the year just looking back on everything and just realizing um i feel like it was the point after um, COVID, honestly, mm-hmm. um, we we knew because we knew the schedule was gonna be tough. So, um, really, we were just building um, into next year, um, and we we understood that as a team. Um, so, really, just giving it all we had, um, really trying to build our identity for next year, because um, we knew the we knew what pieces we had to bring in. 
Um, so I, f- I feel like that was probably the biggest thing, but it, it, I feel like it all depends on um, like how, the outlook. And but I mean, I, this this year is definitely different. Um, so I mean, this year's business, um, we w- I feel like we went through last year um, in order for everything to happen that that's going to need to happen this year. All right. Well, that wraps it up here for opening headlines. When we come back, we'll continue this episode of Off Court. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as this segment of the program, as you heard, we're title sponsored by Tanner's and Tavern 180, but this segment of the show is brought to you by A1 Automotive, located here in downtown Lincoln, 11th and L Street. Kendall was up here last week. Chief Kendall Warnock of the Lincoln Fire Department also owns A1 Automotive. That was great. He told the story, uh, you know, just how he got to Nebraska, how he got going, and a very successful business owner, fire chief. Kendall has uh, offered honest mechanic work here in downtown Lincoln area for years. Check them out, 11th and L Street here downtown. But we're doing something different here, Trey. What, what are we doing here as you're, you're going to go – in-depth with Bryce, something that you've really never done on the show before. What do you have in store, man? Um, I mean, I, I was just sitting thinking. Um, I mean, no one really – I mean, we know each other best, um, so I feel like we can ask each other the best questions that probably no one had ever asked before or really just thought about asking. So, All right. Bryce, you ready? Let's get it. Um, I mean, one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one. Um, I mean – I kind of watched you um, growing up. Um, I mean, I was eight. You were five, I want to say. Um, eight and under team in Pendleton. Um, so where where was really when you first discovered your love for really hoops at a young age, not just like older? Uh, for hoops? or Yeah, yeah hoops. All right. Um, it would probably be... Or just sports in general, because you, you play quarterback as well. Because I would say, if yeah, I'll, I'll football say was like my first love type jump. Yeah. Because I what? <laughs> it's like that <laughs> in Pendleton. <laughs> but uh, I would probably say fifth, sixth grade, and then first year of middle school just went crazy. Uh, eighth grade went crazy. So I would probably say middle school, like, Sixth grade was like when I was like, yeah, 
All right, so dis- describe um, kind of what, what was your body type like back then? Um, lanky, long uh, arms were longer than my leg. <laughs> it was to the floor, <laughs> but I could shoot the ball from like like volleyball in in middle school. It was crazy. Like I, <laughs> they used to be like, "What you?" Yeah, he, he was like, he was just like his his shorts, jersey, like super baggy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny enough. Nah, he he was one of them swaggy kids. Sometimes he wear a headband. He wears sleeves. Oh, of course. Things yeah. like that. Um, he'll roll the um, long tights up past his knees and roll the shirts up either. Um, but nah, that, those are definitely good times. Um, but I mean, just I mean, looking back, um, if you were just to look back at like some old pictures when you were young. Um, Hey, I'm about to pull one up. Matter of fact, um, just what what would you tell your younger self? Um, and like, if you could really t- just talk to him, what, what what advice would you give him? Um, or and, and just say you're your younger self. Yeah, that, that's probably a better question. If you're your younger self, um, and you're just looking at a picture, um, to where who you are now, and um, yeah, who who you are now in life. Um, what would some be something that you would um tell your older self? Uh, it's a long road. It's gonna be a lot of obstacles. Nah, what? if you're your younger self looking at you older, so now say you can look into the future. Would would you so believe twelve, 12 yeah. year old Bryce? Nah, let's go younger. Let's go like maybe like eight, eight year old Bryce. Now, yeah, Gets looking to see at eighteen year old Bryce. Would you, would you think you would be this far? Um, yeah. just looking. Man. I mean. Yeah, I would say big headed you know, little kid. But the the work, <laughs> I, you know, we was at we was in, always in the gym and at Pendleton. So like, something had to work out, whether it was basketball or football. Hopefully, something was gonna work out. So, yeah. But it, I would just tell myself, it's a long road. Just keep going. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what was what was your best high school memory? My best high school memory, um, probably freshman year, um, the we were supposed to win state championship that year for football. Um, we had Kelly Bryant as quarterback, Bailey Rogers receiver. I honestly think that we that was we definitely should have won state championship that year. Um, I mean, I was just happy to be there. Um, that was the year before they changed the rule to where JV players couldn't play on varsity um, as well. So. I mean, really just soaking it up. I I play on Thursday nights. Um, I have a big game on Thursday nights, and then I'll go Friday nights just on the sideline, wear the, wear the, wear the varsity jersey to school, I'm one of the only freshmen with it on. Um, and, I mean, yeah, freshman year. Um, just because I feel like football is the main sport in high school. I feel like football is the main sport um, in America, honestly, um, especially in high schools. Um, everything's built around it. Um, so I feel like being being a freshman on varsity, you just feel like I don't know you you just you just big time, um, <laughs> <laughs> especially just the thinking of the guys that we had on that team. Um, like I said, Kelly Kelly Bryant, uh, Nathaniel Aquari, um, Bailey Rogers. Um, I mean, we had we had a lot of guys. Um, then the playing um, college football. Um, Bailey, and, he said uh, track. Record. Yeah, he he run track now. Um, I mean, it, it was a magical year for sure. Um, I remember we played Seneca. Um, they had they had just scored um, to go up by three. Um, 
so like they had to kick it us one last time. Tom, there was like five seconds left. They kicked it. Um, Bailey Rogers, he ran it all the way back mm. um, for a touchdown. Um, we stormed the field because it was either it was, they for the preseason. It was either we were going to win the region championship or Seneca. So everybody, everyone was there. It was packed. Um, then he took it back. Everybody running on the field while he, while he, while he running into the end zone. You know, it's the boundaries on the sideline. Everyone running with him. But it was just something about that year. It was just like everything was going right. Um, and then we, Kelly Barnes, one of our offensive linemen, missed a block. And then I think the defensive end who hit him, he was going to Clemson as well. So he had a free shot on him. Mm. Kelly got hurt, brought in the backup. First play in. Pig. No. <laughs> oh. he, muff, he muffed it first, muffed the snap. Mm. Then he fumbled. And then we were like, oh. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it, it was just over. But um, why didn't why didn't you continue um after your eighth grade year? Why what what made you really focus on basketball and really give up football? Something that you were, I mean, re- really really talented at. Uh, I told dad whatever I got my first offer in, that's what I was gonna stick with. So summer eighth grade, I got my first basketball offer and. Had to tell Coach Jackson because <laughs> it was like we had – and the next day was uh, – remember the day uh, we were at Mer- Mercer or whatever? Yeah, Mercer. The next day uh, we had our tryouts for football, but like uh, whatever. Who was your and first offer? Mercer. Mercer, okay. Mm-hmm. So for, I was just out there like I didn't want to say nothing, but I was just like – I was just like because he wanted me to play – uh, quarterback, and I was like, I ain't just gonna get out here and just be dotting up, you know what I mean, <laughs> for no reason. So after I told, I told coach, I was like, I'm not playing football no more. <laughs> As we continue this discussion, the segment now brought to you by Slim Chickens here in Lincoln, 84th and Old Cheney, 14th and Pine Lake Road. Proud sponsor here of the Off Court Podcast. Check them out at either location. They've got wings, they got chicken and waffles, chicken tenders, great desserts, great sides. Slim Chickens, a proud segment sponsor here of the Off Court Podcast as Trey and Bryce continue their discussion. Where are you taking this next uh, part of uh, the up-close uh, one-on-one interview but, here? But um, I wish I would have continued uh, playing, though, nah, at least until probably my junior year. Um, I wanted to play football so bad. Like, mm-hmm. now looking back on it, I'd be yeah. mad at myself. Yeah, most definitely. When, I feel like football was just – Football, I don't know. Football is just a fun sport. Um, and then, I mean, just – It's swag. Yeah. Like swag, you know Yeah. It's mean? <laughs> some wavy yeah, fo- all I the feel time. Like, yeah, you can, re- you can do a whole lot of sw- different um, – like just be you and express you in a whole different way. Um, and then, I mean, just being at the game, the Michigan game the other day, um, just that crowd. Mm-hmm. It just it just made me want to be out there again. Um, yeah. It I mean, made me want to play defense. It was rocking. <laughs> nah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was rocking. Um, Saturday for the game. Um, I mean, I just had my phone out the whole time, just recording. Um, Cause I mean, hopefully we. Ha- who do who do we play this week? Minnesota at Minnesota. Oh, at Minnesota. And then they got a week off, mm-hmm. and then Purdue comes to town uh, right the thirtieth. Right before your Colorado game. Yeah, it'll be too cold for what, me to be out there. You, I'm not going to lie. That might have been the last game I can make it to. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get cold. Uh, where, like, if you would have continued playing football, where you would have uh, saw yourself at? Like, where? Like, school, 
position. Star rating. No, no, I would, def- I would definitely would have went um, big for sure. Um, I feel like I'd have been safety though. Um, but I mean, just now that I kind of experienced Big Ten football a little bit, I would, I definitely want to play somewhere in the Big Ten. But it gets um, cold. You got to play yeah, in November. Yeah, you tripping? That's, that, <laughs> that, that, that was that was the thing that kind of made me stop. Um, I mean, just all those different variables. Football, you have four hour practices, mm. and it just be high, it's just high school. You'll get out of school three. You're not done with practice. You do you you know lead, get the lead to probably seven thirty eight. Um, so I mean, football is definitely a grind. Um, so I kind of like basketball a little bit more. Um, it's kind of more free. You can fit your workouts in how you want to fit your workouts. You still got you time, and your body's not really hurt. <laughs> your body not hurting twenty four seven because I mean I can just talk from those Friday nights. You waking up Saturday morning hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me ask you this: So you talk about weather. What happens if you're a football player and the Green Bay Packers draft you, or the uh, not the Chicago Bears or New but England the Patriots? Money, that money talk, that money, <laughs> the money, the money, the money different. That's exactly what I was going to say. The money different. <laughs> but <laughs> it, isn't it weird though in college football? Like it's about the weather. You got like, oh, yeah. I, I want to go south, play on that grass on yeah. the nice fields. But in the pros, all the good teams for the most part are Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and Green yeah. Bay Packers and New England Patriots. You know, I mean, obviously Tampa and, and Atlanta, and there's a lot of warm weather cities, but. Uh, it, it is interesting in college. It's the weather plays more of a factor in recruiting. Maybe take somebody bank before you play, just to make <laughs> make feel good. You can, <laughs> then you, you can fly you, on, on the off season. You can go get warm somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, and then they they don't be really wearing sleeves. Anything? Yeah, they be tripping. Oh yeah, because you gotta you gotta have that toughness. Fingers be cold. Go through, go through warm up yeah. shirtless, all that stuff, and like what, ten degree is, weather. Yeah, the worst is when it suit gets super cold. Then your fingers get caught mm. up in the helmets yep. when people hitting. Oh, that's a different kind worse. of worse. <laughs> you ever play like pickup ball outside when it's cold? Nah. No, no, nah, not for real. Like, uh, what? What's the break? Is sixty five too cold to play outside for you? Or do you? I mean, you need to be like, what's mm. what's the temperature you got to be to be? I outside? just don't like rain. You don't like yeah. rain, wind, because it's like a nasty sweat. Like when it's cold mm. and you outside playing football, because it's cold, but it's like all under your hoodie, just super hot. And then you, you sweat afterwards. Sweat. Yeah, it's just. Uh, all right, guys. Well, this is a lot of fun. When we come back, we're going to continue the off court show here. Much more to come. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan's. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans, Sean Callahan and Robin Washett with Trey and Bryce McGowans. As you heard, we're brought to you by Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180. They are your place to go to watch all of the sports action, and Tavern 180 is the place you go. Take your lady on a date on Friday night, get a steak, cocktails, that brunch on the weekends as well. It is a great spot, both right on 30th and Yankee Hill Road. But this segment of the program brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. And Trey, man, I, I got to say, 
I mean, did anybody at Big Ten Media Days have better looking suits than you and Alonzo Verge from Gary Michaels Clothing? Most definitely not. Were, were dudes saw, like, where'd you get that from? Or yeah. I saw um, one of the people from Indiana. They had the all white. It was low key week for Media Day though. <laughs> <laughs> all white Media Day week. Pull your mic down. Oh, all right, over. Go ahead. Yeah, but it wasn't just the suit. I, I appreciated the accessories you guys got. You know, I know you had the belt the, game, the belt game, yeah. and our and our suits were fitted. Mm-hmm. Everybody was baggy, mm-hmm. off the rack crap. Yeah, off the rack. I mean, now you know that you guys. I mean, did you know the true difference? Like when you go to Dillard's or Von Mar Nordstrom's, yeah. you might just buy one and go home with it. It's yeah. a big difference. No, you, you could definitely see it. I mean, it's a glove versus. Uh, a baggy yeah. pair of sweatpants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Gary Michaels Clothiers, proud sponsor of this segment of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns as they are going to be dressing uh, Nebraska basketball as well and the McGowns here for the upcoming basketball season. 56 in Pine Lake Road. They are your elite custom men's sportswear store here in Lincoln. But I want to get to a question for both of you guys. You watched the football game Saturday. Adrian Martinez played lights out. He had a Really, really good game. Three touchdown passes. It was the first time he's thrown three touchdown passes in a game since 2019, early in the year at Illinois. He was going to say it. Um, so, I mean, he was doing it all. But at the end of the game, gets the first down. It's third and two. And they kind of stand him up there. And he should have maybe went down or, you know, done something. And Michigan pops the ball loose, get the ball. They win the game off that play. You've been in athletic moments like this when, you know, probably in your career where, you know, you could have won the game. I think about Illinois. You guys had that opportunity last year and, um, you know, to blow to beat a Final Four-level team in Lincoln and it just didn't go your way at the end. How do you respond? I mean, how, how hard are those moments uh, when you're in those moments? And, I mean, did the fans even really realize or understand what, what a guy like Adrian goes through after a mistake like that? No. Nah, um, I mean – I know it's definitely um, tough on him, um, hard hard for him, um, just because, I mean, you know, you see everything on Twitter, um, and it's not even us, um, and just seeing on Twitter um, a lot of stuff, but, um, I mean, I could just, it would, like, when that moment happened, because I was watching a game at the real yard, um, and then when that, when that moment just happened, it was just like everything, everybody was cheering. Because he got the first down, mm-hmm. and then when they saw the dude pick up the ball, everything just went quiet. People just start leaving. <laughs> no, nah, it, nah, it wasn't even that. Everybody was saying, like, maybe, like, we can get it back, but it just went quiet. Because, like, it was like everyone – because, like, how, how we were playing, um, how he was playing, um, I mean, every we just knew we were going to win the game, get a field goal, because it was tied up, um, I believe. 29-29. Yeah, it was tied up. We were like – we we might mess around and get a touchdown, um, but and then when that happened, it just went quiet, mm-hmm. and then it was like quiet. It was low key quiet the rest of the the rest of the night. Honestly, have you guys had a moment in your athletic career that you can relate where you know you had the game on the line and something just didn't go right and and it fell through when it felt like you had victory in your hands? Uh, I would say Upper State Championship my junior year. I think we were we were down by down by like. One, well, it was like a one possession game. Uh, and then they brought a late, like, double, like, a late double. Yeah, I turned the ball over. So, hey. Hmm. That was a win the game, too. <laughs> like, five seconds left on the clock. How long does it take to forget it, like, move on from something like that? I mean, because you said that was a state, state championship. Yeah, it took me a while because we, we had lost to the same team the previous year. 
when I broke my wrist. So in the same setting, upper mm-hmm. state. So just I just wanted to beat him. But you know, the next year we we we, we beat him in my senior year when I went to Legacy though. So. So I guess you know that's that's high school. So it's a little different than being you know in a, a prominent uh, you know like Big Ten level school, especially being being the quarterback. But I remember when we had John Rothstein on as a guest, and Trey or I think you asked him about just handling negativity on social media. You know, I'm sure you know Adrian's mentions were not great probably after that game. Uh, and I know he does a really good job of just being able to block that that sort of stuff out. For for you guys, how do you handle that sort of stuff when people just start trashing you in, on social media and coming at you saying all sorts of outrageous stuff? I mean, do you just block Twitter, like delete it from your phone, or like what what, what types of things do you do, or do you just sit there and and take notes uh, on what people were saying and use it as motivation? Uh, I really don't pay attention to it as much. That's not like that's just the kind of person I I don't pay attention to it. You know, because they probably want to be in somebody else's shoes or, mm-hmm. you know, they're not in our shoes. So, you know, they behind the, sh- the phone screen or something just talking. Exactly. Or block. You, you, you block it? I hit block. You hit that block, but not the mute. You go straight block? Yeah, and I remember people's faces. So if they faces in there, mm-hmm. don't walk up to me in public. I'm going to ignore you. I got to ask you guys another question about this football game. What did you think of the refs? Like, and you guys deal with it in basketball um, but there were some pretty different. I mean, you guys get jump balls in basketball. We saw a jump ball basically in football. Do you remember what play I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what what did you think of the officiating that game on Saturday? Um, I mean, I feel like I've been away from the game kind of too long to really like to comment on. Yeah, to comment on officiating and really just like pay attention to how it may affect the game. Um, from in football, um, basketball, I can probably see it just because I play it every day. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's but no, nah, that, that like I didn't really see it live. Like I didn't notice um, until um, I started seeing some videos of it just broken down mm-hmm. uh, or whatnot like that. But I mean, I can I can definitely see how I I could disagree with the call, and I can is I can definitely see just because of how everything's going so fast. How I can agree with the call. So in basketball, and there, there's games where, you know, the calls that uh, everyone seemingly besides the officials can see went one way, they called a different way. How do you keep your composure and something like that and just continue to, to play when you know that the game uh, probably changed a little bit because of a certain call or a certain handful of calls? I joke with them sometimes. Cause then they'll call, they'll, they'll fix it later on. <laughs> yeah, so you don't you don't yell and scream. You're like you, you try to go at them nice. Yeah, cause cause they know they know when they miss calls. Yeah, now, I know a lot of Nebraska fans. But it's like too late. They can't overturn it. Yeah, a lot of Nebraska fans feel like sometimes the officials are extra against you guys. Do you guys do you guys feel that way? At least last year in the one season, did you think that the officiating was balanced or? Did other teams seem to get the calls more often than you guys did? I just feel like um, you're not going to get calls if you don't win. Um, cause, yeah, I mean, they be stressing that yeah, OD yeah, in practice. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's true, though. Um, like, I mean, yeah. Like, how? How how do, how do they stress it? Because um, sometimes we be like, so, hey, you know what I mean? Ain't no foul. And then they yeah. be like, you got you, they, 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 you they got to earn. Really, like, yeah, they got to really right. respect you um, to, right. un, like, 
Because at the end of the day, um, it's who gets the most um, teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I'm sure. So they can't just be losing games just to lose games. Exactly. Especially so so the, 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 the Michigans, Michigan States, you yeah. know, might might get a little bit more of a – And they be like on road, like road games. Yeah. That's, they be, they be like, you definitely yeah. Got to protect the brand a little bit, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, pick this back up here as we continue our discussion. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Final segment here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowans. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Trey and Bryce McGowans, brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 on 30th and Yankee Hill in Lincoln. Thank you to Tanner's as they are a proud title sponsor, the official hangout of Trey and Bryce McGowans in the Off Court podcast. You may see Trey in there eating wings, Bryce eating wings, watching basketball, watching football, as that is their spot to go. But this segment is brought to you by Lazari's Pizza. This is Lazari's Pizza, 48th and Old Cheney. They are your New York-style pizzeria in Lincoln. Check them out. They deliver as well all over the city. they got a great website. You can get online, order. I know that's Robin's go-to ordering pizza at all times, as mm-hmm. Seth and, and um, Greg have been uh, great, great uh, supporters here of the Off Court Show as well. But let's pick it up, Robin. Let's continue the mailbag discussion. So for for both of you guys, you know, I thought one of the most interesting comments, you know, uh, Coach Hoiberg had, you know, just beyond the the X's and O's basketball stuff, uh, was when I, I asked him about just kind of college basketball as a sport post the the COVID shutdown and just how different the day to day operations of coaching, running a, a college program are compared to, you know, basically before 2020. And he said he didn't think that the sport would ever be the same, <clears throat> or at least what, what it used to be in terms of just, just how you operate on a daily basis. And he talked, Trey, uh, about some of the stuff you guys have to go through on a daily basis where like, you know, if you, if you wake up and got a stuffy nose and, you know, aren't feeling all that great, they just say, guess what? Stay home. You know, we're not even going to have you around. And then you got to go take a test, right? And just make sure that everything is, is good to go before they even, you know, allow you to come back in. Uh, just kind of walk us through uh, some of the precautions uh, that, I mean, have changed from before the the, the COVID situation and, and kind of what, what, what they are now. Um. I mean, they ask you, um, they kind of ask you every day how you feeling. Um, it's like a checklist you got to fill out. Um, you got a stuffy nose, fever, headache, any of that. So, you know, if you say anything, oh, yeah. they going to send you like, home. Literally, like every symptom is a COVID <laughs> Every time symptom. you see him. <laughs> That's why you have to just say no, no. Yeah, every time you see him walk up to you, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. just mark no, I'm good. We've kind of gone crazy over the last yeah, year. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so, so like, okay, say if you do say, yeah, I, I kind of got a, a headache and like a, like a sinus Stay issue home. or something like that. Stay home. And, and then go get, they're going to send you to go get tested. Then you got to go get tested right away. And yeah. So Trey, you, you kind of had a little bit of an experience there. I know you were a little bit under the weather going into media days and you were waiting on a test 
that fortunately came back negative. Uh, but you know, it, it was delayed getting a result back and you almost, I mean, yeah, maybe had you guys not left so late, you might yeah. not have been able to go. Cause they were like, um, what they say? They were like, if your test isn't back by eight 30, um, you can't go. Um, so that happened. So like first they sent me to the wrong testing. They sent me to like the whole university testing instead of the, um, separate rapid testing. Right. Um, <laughs> so I was so like they were like, oh, it should be coming in today. But I was like, yeah, nah, yeah, ain't no way it's coming in today. Um, so I've, I told my coaches, I was like, it still ain't, it still hasn't come back. Like it's been, I got tested like at ten o'clock. Um, and then it was like eight thirty. So they just sent me to the um one that we would get last year. Um, for the rapid one, we'll know back right back in fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Okay. So I was like, hey, coach. <laughs> I was like, this person I know, um, who I was around. Um, they got they got tested, um, and they got it took fifteen minutes to come back. They were like, "Who they went to?" I told them who they went to. Um, and then <laughs> next thing you know, coaches uh, text me. They were like, uh, "Be at this testing location in fifteen minutes." <laughs> and then I knew. And then I drove home. And by the time I got home, I knew um, that I had tested negative. So. Was it a rapid testing center? Um, yes. On forty, was it the one on like forty? No, oh. I went to. I did it at the stadium. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm but, sure you guys got your own deal, yeah. right? But no, nah, the whole the whole time I was thinking, I was like, if I we had to get tested, I mean, if we had to get the vaccine and I got COVID, I'm gonna be sick. Yes. Ain't no way. Well, and that's the other thing too. Like, even though you have the vaccine, you can still test positive yeah. for COVID. And so, and I hate shots. Like, I've never yes. gotten a shot in like so long. Like when I would get the flu shot. I would get a nasal spray. <laughs> then they give the kids, no matter how long, I do not do shots. Um, so, like, I was trying to fight it for so long. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, we got it. We have to get it. So, like, the whole thing. That, that's the reason why I didn't tell them I was sick, too. Yeah. Because I, I was like, bro, I got the COVID. That's the other issue, too. I got the COVID vaccine. So, it, it, it's not, it shouldn't be that, hopefully. Yeah. So, I mean, Bryce, have you had any issues with that where, like, and you just felt a little under the weather and you had to like miss a practice or something like that? No, I was, I think, I think Trey got me uh, sick uh, for like a, <laughs> a couple a couple days, but you know, it wasn't. But luckily we had an off day. Mm. So we had an off day so I could like recover, but I was still the next, but it was whatever. I know they don't mess around with that sort of stuff either. Like you guys had your team photo day mm-hmm. and Ed was a little under the weather and they yeah, said, they Nope, just... you're missing photo day. We'll Photoshop <laughs> you into the team photo after the fact we're not. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I just wonder what that's going to mean once the season gets underway. And, you know, yeah. I know the rapid testing trailer, that that's going to help a lot where you don't have to sit there and wait an entire day to get your results. But, uh, I mean, just the, yeah, my test for the other one ended up coming back. Um, by the time I got, like, we were on the way back. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, do you guys worry about that? Like, just kind of, even though you are vaccinated, you can still test positive and potentially, like, miss games this year? I'm going to be upset just because I'm, I'm terrified of shots. Mm-hmm. And I had to get a shot. It's, it's not even, I just don't want to miss any games. Yeah. Do you guys know anyone that's had the vaccine that's your age or a player that's tested positive yeah. after the vaccine? My best friend got it back home, mm. Josh. 
But no, oh, no, boy, nobody within sick, nobody within your basketball program has oh, no, 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 tested no, no, positive. No, no, nobody. Yeah, and, no and uh, Hoiberg said that they're one hundred percent vaccinated as a yeah. program. So you know, coaches on down to the the, the managers and you know, all that. So. You guys, you guys were one hundred percent antibody anyway after well, last year. You guys all had the COVID antibody. I mean, everybody yeah. got it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, every, all but two tier one personnel, meaning everyone directly associated with the program, got it. The only ones that didn't. Were Doc and and Bobby and I think Doc got it after the fact, right? Yeah, so, yeah Doc ended up yeah. not feeling well. Fortunately, he's all right. But yeah, yeah I mean, uh, so with that, uh, Coach also mentioned that you know with with the vaccines that there was very little resistance with that. What what was kind of the mentality for you guys? I mean, I know like you mentioned Kyrie Irving. Uh, there's a lot of people within just sports that have very differing opinions on the the vaccine and all that, but. It sounds like you guys kind of said this is going to give us the best opportunity to not experience what we went through a year ago and have a, the best chance to, to play a complete season. Uh, most definitely because, I mean, when you look at the options, um, if you get the vaccine, um, then I think you don't have to get tested. Um, yeah, you don't have to get tested on every right, day. Right. Um, only, and, only when you're showing symptoms, right? Uh, yes, and – say if someone close to the team got it mm, and right. you wouldn't have to sit out the quarantine you just go get tested um compared to um if you didn't get the vaccine you have to get tested every day and if someone if you're not feeling well you have to uh, quarantine and then if someone would get it on the team then you have to quarantine two weeks and then get tested mm. so it's just like nah i might as well just get tested all right, we'll switch gears here a little bit. I just got to ask one more thing. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, this past week there was a uh, writer for one of the Ole Miss uh, sites that did a, a recruiting update on a football visitor, uh, and he put out a thing on their, their message board and, and quoted, said, I, I caught up with this player and like had these full quotes written out from the player. Well, the player found out about that and screenshotted the – the post that the guy made and said, I gave my number to this recruiting analyst, but I've never talked to him in my life. And he's quoting me with these direct quotes that I didn't say, and basically put this dude on blast to where like the entire profession, like what Sean and I do is, and you know, fans are just roasting this dude. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And so I'm just curious, did you guys ever have any experiences like that where like, I know, cause I know you guys have dealt with all sorts of phone calls from random internet bloggers and, you know, guys like me. <laughs> it was also random. But, like, you know, I mean, how did you – did you ever find people making stuff up or, like, saying they talked to you or quoting somebody that said something about you that wasn't true or, or anything like that? I don't, I don't think so. I just look at whatever I'm tagged in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I before I really talk to anybody, I just ask my ask my dad, who who is this, who is – you know what are they affiliated with? So that's the only time. Just a credible source, right? What about you, Trey? Did you ever have any weird encounters with uh, sports qu- writers? Yeah, um, I quit talking to everybody in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Why? You just, like local local Pittsburgh media? Yeah, it just pop up and then it just they just retwist your words. So like when I transferred, um, like I didn't even speak to any of them. Mm. And they all call and text you. Yeah. But yeah. like I've been over them because they just put stuff like it just be random. They'll put stuff, and it's like a different type of city feel. Right, more so of like, like a pro. Yeah, so like everyone, everyone sees newspapers. Um, 
Because you're in there with the latest sports teams, NFL teams, Steelers, I'm all damn sure. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys this. You how totally twisted up. Right. How far off are we from this? And maybe we're not, maybe it will never happen, but you're going to sell your media rights with NIL. Like say, you know what, I'm going to have Tanner's sponsor my media rights and only Robin can interview me. And Tanner's will pay you X amount of dollars. I mean, do you think we're that far off from something like that, even with college athletes in the NIL world? And would guys entertain that if it was the right amount of money to have an exclusive media partner um, to do all your interviews with? Most definitely. Yeah. You're like, and you, you'd be isolating your brand, though. I mean, that would mean like ESPN couldn't interview you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Or maybe you say just local rights. Yeah. I mean, you, you could probably find a way to, to put verbiage in there to allow like the national outlets but like right. if you were to do like local you could do one outlet gets the exclusive bryce mcgowan's post-game interview yeah. or something like that is that something you guys have even th- thought about no i haven't even maybe we should get the paperwork in motion <laughs> so like in the, so in the nfl you know the quarterbacks have their own shows yeah. and people like sponsor it and, and take it on kind of like what we're doing and you get an exclusive interview with the quarterback and i know some wheels were in motion to try to do something like that in Nebraska, but it, it just NIL happened so quickly. But you know, there are ways to get you know like an exclusive content interview during the week with a certain TV station. Or I radio. think that's being done. That certain I think some SEC schools are doing that, where there's literally like a the I don't know Arkansas quarter. I don't know if it's Arkansas, but the the quarterback show with brought to you by Zaxby's. Yeah, exactly. And then they get the the exclusive one on one interview with this player. I think he still has to do like the the formal press conferences and stuff like that. But anything outside of that is all exclusively through that one outlet. All right, guys. Well, this wraps it up here. I know Trey and Bryce are in the heat of practice. I was talking to Bryce. They're going five days a week. Practice hard right now. So. Um, Lots to talk about here, uh, but that wraps it up here for this week's edition of Off Court. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.